invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary. You legendary. You legendary. Yo, episode. Caesar doesn't know what episode it is. Give it a try. Lutens 48. Okay, oito, okay. Yeah, he got the 248. <laughs> Episode 248, we're two away from becoming a soccer slash uh, breaking down the Will Smith slap uh, podcast. We do it every, Honestly, every week. You guys, think I'm, you guys think we're playing? We will absolutely do that and see if anybody notices. Yeah. <laughs> Just start doing it, and if someone says, "How you guys did soccer?" But like that was fifty episodes ago. But yeah, <laughs> glad you glad we found out when you listen. <laughs> Although we got like a, a bunch of downloads in France recently, I have no idea why, but because we're big Winduzi lovers here. And, and also, um, that clip about Hector Bellerin in Ukraine got the most views we've got in a while on YouTube since I edited the videos. <laughs> Relax. Those was booming back then. <laughs> single digits <laughs> i don't know but the the likeness was there they what they stayed longer i checked the google statistics they stayed longer okay they want to see more postcards pop up okay all right <laughs> <laughs> anyway episode 248 we did a podcast oh we got to talk about champions league we got to talk about europa league and we got to talk about one match from Europa Conference League. We're going to talk a little bit about Sergio Aguero. Uh, Sergio Aguero. And um, I have a an issue. You know, me and Caesar, oftentimes we get annoyed by soccer players. So there's an issue that um, I want to bring up with them that's annoying what soccer players do. But, Caesar, this week we had um, the uh, quarterfinal start for Champions League. I did not watch Benfica versus Liverpool because Liverpool never loses to, to the lower competition. They literally know. They literally like, don't. They're, they're like the only good team that never does that. Yeah, they, they, they actually enjoy it. They're like, cool, now we get to really run for real. Yeah, they're like, oh, we can chill out because we're playing Benfica. <laughs> meanwhile, Barcelona got destroyed by Benfica. Um, but I did watch Manchester City versus Atletico Madrid. It was rough for the most part um i watched espnfc people like complain about how bad atleti was um atleti was just literally just playing the lowest block ever and like i don't even want to say they were trying to counterattack. they were just trying to like dribble up a little bit it, all, it looked like an afcon game uh they're just trying to dribble up a little bit and just lose the ball and then the city just they were like off. they were like you know what you get the ball give it to Tron felix over there on the left side He's going to want to drove past two people, but we know he's going to lose it. And then it's just going to come back and start over again. Like, yeah. like it, it, ever over and over. And I was like, when they put Griezmann on top, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're definitely not trying to score for real today. Griezmann's up there. We're not trying to score for real. I, I seen Griezmann get hawked down by Gundogan. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man, man, speed is 54. I was like, this dude got walked down by Gundogan right now. Um, but. Manchester City only scored one goal. It's 1-0 going back to Madrid. And I was like, honestly, like, you never know. Because remember uh, COVID year when Liverpool, I mean, Atleti beat Liverpool? Like, that was kind of random. Like, they got them goals from Llorente. Honestly, I feel like Manchester City, they didn't, like, obviously it's hard to score against Atleti, like, when they're playing like that. But I'm like, dog, you... You know, if if they end up not going through, once again, Pep is to blame because it's like, dog, it'll be literally because they don't have a center forward. They, they're they so annoying, like passing around the three-point line <laughs> forever, like a college basketball team. I'm like, you need to put in a cross sometimes. That'd be nice. Yeah, and, and, and you know, the match is next week, and I'm like, you know, 1-0 going into Madrid is not that comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen Manchester City get nervous before. Um, they got nervous first Tottenham in the Champions League before. I feel like they got nervous first Chelsea in the final last year. So, uh, you never know. <laughs> um, but that was the Tuesday matches. On Wednesday, we had Villarreal versus Bayern. Um, neither of us watched that. 
but Villarreal did end up winning 1-0. And I watched the highlights. They could have won like 4-0. Four, like they could have easily won like 4-1. They were, they were, I was like, they're wide open in Bayern right now. I'm like, damn, they're like really getting great attempts off. I feel like it investigates Sule. Something. I, like, I can't really he, remember. He, he already signed to go at the end of the year to go play for BVB. That's another yellow team? He Ooh. was like, yellow submarine, I'm down for. Rival team support. And leaving oh. town, I'm down. <laughs> Although they do get they get bonuses for doing good. And like, so I, I think he'd want a ball a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bayern won one zero. I mean, I'm sorry, Bayern lost one zero. I feel like they're gonna go home and win like eighteen to one. But um the match that we both watched and we were most concerned with most concerned with this uh quarterfinals was Chelsea versus Real Madrid. Rematch. Caesar, these people on the internet, all these pundits were not giving Real Madrid a chance. Absolutely not. What's his name? The big mouth guy was going crazy about Chelsea's gonna stomp him or whatever and I'm like, damn, didn't you play for Man City? That's real crazy how you just flip-flop on your own clubs. But right. People um, hate Real Madrid so much. It's crazy. It's crazy it because all, primarily people used to hate Chelsea a lot. Like, Chelsea was the most hated club. But now they're suddenly beloved for some reason. Well, I think um, they just love England and they hate Real Madrid. But, yeah, they're like, oh, but Real Madrid, we, we just hate in general. Like, we throw it down. Um, really crazy. Yeah, they were giving Real Madrid no chances. I I I wasn't like I I know I was wrong last year, but when I just look at Chelsea's like offensive statistics, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, this is Lukaku hasn't has played four games in like in like a month, but he's in like two months, but he's still the leading scorer in a team. Like, and he doesn't even he hasn't even scored that many. Like, Reese James is the second highest scorer in the team. It's just very strange. Like. And every time I watch them, I see Havertz score. Then I watch game, and then apparently I look at stats. He's like, only scored the times I've watched. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like, it really does doesn't. Pulisic only score when I watch? Because I'll, I guess all the other games in the middle of the week, like he plays all these other teams, 50 games, he doesn't score at all. But the one game I watch in a playoff quarterfinal, he's like, oh, I'm a ball now. Although when he did uh, did the ugly as left footed shot, I did I did howl laughter. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, funny. that was funny. I was like, that's great. You suck. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. So no one was giving Real Madrid a chance, um, and and I thought that was very interesting considering they did beat basically the favorites. Um, uh, whatever about French league, um, PSG is the favorites. They're they're supposed to be the team this year. They spent the most. They got the most. They did a whole damn firework explosion ceremony. Uh, there was like a you know remember that whole it was they packed out the whole goddamn stadium to announce four dudes and. They're uh, at home now. Yes. Watching from the crib like us. Yeah. I mean, you know, scoring. Coach Tino's just a, a, a championship coach. <laughs> uh, scoring five goals against Lorient. Um, yeah, it was weird to see, like, they were just like, oh, well, it's just, there's always this, there's this narrative around Real Madrid, like, oh, you know, they don't play that well. Like, you hear that on ESPNFC a lot. Like, oh, you know, they're not convincing. I'm like, dude, they're top of the league. They've only lost three matches this season. Like, what are you talking about? Like, why does why does it why does Barcelona's success, and as of recently, you know, climbing to the second type or second table, warrant Real Madrid not being good anymore? Because they were talking like they're they're acting like it's a close race, yeah. and then I'm like, dog, Real Madrid's like about like eleven points right now. <laughs> it would take a pretty bad drought for Real Madrid to, to fall off that. And, and Barcelona cannot lose in the progress because Atletico is not losing either. Just tying everybody and they're winning by one. So it's like, you can't lose there either. Like, it's just weird to me that like, Oh, they're, they're so excited to talk about Barcelona that like, I, like they're like, Oh yeah. Like as if Real Madrid's been too bad. They just beat convincingly <laughs> like the favorites. Like they beat, they didn't just like, Oh man, we got a PK to get it. Like, we went through, like, absolutely went through PSG, and now into this week. All the comments from players were sounding resoundingly confident. You know, players are usually very boring. They're like, oh, you know, this – Kareem is just like, look, man, I we always – we had PSG marked on our whiteboard or whatever. Like, that was a team we were looking to beat. We beat them. We feel like we already, like, we've, we've proven ourselves. Like, we're here to do it. And that's a man who played like him to prove himself. Yeah, I mean – 
it's just weird. Like they act like they like it just kind of shows that they don't watch the actual football. Like you can have a team that's playing well, but like they're not scoring four goals a match. Like it's not like Man City scores four goals a match, even when they play well. Sometimes you're going to have a game where like you're playing well and it just don't go in it, 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 like the balls, the, the, the goals don't go in sometimes. But we but you and I know that Real Madrid was has been playing yeah. very well, even if they lose, they even lost to lose. They didn't they, they, they never look they never look horrid like even some of these teams I watch. I'm like, this is the ugliest soccer ever. I cannot watch this. Like sometimes Real Madrid just gets beat based upon Spanish teams have a very have the same a lot of similar styles like the only team I'd say that's a crazy different style is Atletico but everybody else pretty much kind of plays very similar a lot of fundamental passing and it sometimes it just works for you yeah sometimes you can't block everything so it just it goes in and sometimes we don't score but they never look horrible and even the only times they've looked vulnerable is when Benzema's been out yeah that's the only times where I'm like and that's when they had their little weird weeks where they had like Rodrigo at the nine, like it's just been weird. Well, that's when they lost to Barcelona. Benzema wasn't mm-hmm. there, and they're yeah. trying to act like Barcelona got good because Xavi got there. They got good when Aubameyang got there. They, uh, on everything <laughs> I love, nothing, none of this would be going on if, 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 because they were not playing to pay. They did. They benched Bam's favorite player of all time, Braithwaite. So like now, so but when they got a Boomerang, yeah, they're turned they turned could have got none of those other dudes. But yeah. if they got a Boomerang, that would have been a difference maker. Like yeah, he, he's that pivotal. Like even watching him play today, his his game makes everyone better around him. Like having that kind of like real great hold up play nine who has some speed too is a very big change to your whole dynamic offensively. Yeah, but let's get into the match a little bit. Um, Obviously, uh, we already know that Real Madrid won three one. We know that Benzema scored in a, a great hat trick, uh, two great headers. I gotta give so much love to Vinicius Junior on that first assist. A beautiful left, uh, a beautiful left footed cross in the air. Literally, the ball went to his forehead. The ball spun towards like his. It was like it was yeah. like coming in. Like that's like absolutely a dream header to get. Although yeah. it was a crazy angle, and I don't know how I got the power on it. But well, no, the place, yeah, the, the, the ball like kind of came in just like it was like the perfect connection. Yeah, the, the 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 power is coming from the pass. Yeah, like the other the second one was the one where he went far post. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But, you're right. I'm, I'm like I'm, you know. the first one. It's literally all the all the weight of the shot is from the pass. So he just had to just, just point ricochet his, it. He just had to point his forehead straight at the goal. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, um, uh, headers are can be hard because you're always trying to angle your head to do it. But when you're able just to go like this, yeah, just, just go. Boom, that's just absolutely perfect. That's an that's a perfect cross. Like yeah, that's what it too incredible. Yeah, that's the that's definitely the cross more than the header. Mm-hmm. Um, the second like then uh yeah then he scored again the second header, which now okay. I would like it was a beautiful goal to watch, but I didn't think it was like that crazy because like he didn't have to like he didn't get so much power as much as he got like the right angle, which is obviously like he's that's really dope because you can easily get that ball off the frame. But I feel like it was more impressive to just see like Mindy just falling over like trying to get it. I'm just like, oh, you're so weird. Uh, <laughs> I, I like I fat. That, I like that fat header incredible. That header to me is incredible because usually when you're running backwards, that ball will bounce before it even goes to the goal. Like there's just no power you can really get, or or like when you're running backwards, sometimes you tend to lift your head up, so like the ball will soar away yeah, or yeah, an angle. Yeah. It's really hard to go backwards and like also keep your neck down and like get it in there yeah. just enough. And like, to be honest, a goalie should kind of like be able to read that. Like, and the yeah. way it was, it was it, it, the the reason why he couldn't get it is it had that weird ass spin on it that, that it spun. So it did like one of these bounces, like all I did one of those outward angles. It's just like, unless you're like a seven foot one, like you're not going to get that. Cause 
If if you watch the replay again, the way he got it, it like didn't have a lot of power, but it came off his head on an angle and it spun super hard the other way. So like it made it even harder to catch. Well, it's funny because it's like a training goal. Like yeah, they, like they'd be scoring in training. Like how the hell? <laughs> well, well, it's funny because I feel like like you said, there's only one place for that header to go with any kind of like juice. It has to go far post. If he tries to go near post, you can't get no power. Because no. you gotta like use your neck, and, and it would never be enough power for you to like pass a goal in that. Exactly, because you gotta like use your neck, and you're going backwards. But like that direction, like you're just that's just, a finesse header shot. It's just like <laughs> off your forehead trying to like get there. Um, but yeah, either way, it was a beautiful goal. Header goals are wild. That shit is a yeah. Crazy. I lo- you know, I love crazy. I love headers. Yeah. Well, um, I'm still mad that Cavani didn't uh, win the goal of the tournament in 2018 at the World Cup for that header he scored. But they no, just want to see the, the best one was the 2014 Van Persie Swan dive. Oh, that was great too. But they just they just love half volleys and volleys so much. I'm like, oh my god. Um, but then Chelsea did come back and score. Um, Kai Havertz scored his his header. Um, oh, okay. See, so you know what's funny? I don't know if you remember this. Like, like I don't know. Like, I don't know if you caught it in the match or like if mm. you watched the highlights. Now I I watched um the Paramount re, the the CBS uh recap of the match. I watched ESPN FC recapping the match. They all had shit to say about Bentema not scoring that other goal off his left foot. They're like, "Oh, you know, I you don't expect a a player of his caliber to miss that." Like, I don't know how he missed that. I'm like, you guys, you guys didn't see Aaron Christensen. Uh, what's his name? You didn't see Christensen's foot hit his foot when he went to shoot it. I'm like, oh, my the, God. The, the commentator was obsessed with that, too. It was so weird. I'm like, just because it looked easy. But I'm like, first of all, like, I, I the difference with the other two goals were, like, created off an offensive set. That one was chaotic off of, like, straight hustle hustle deep like straight hustling like Benzema loves to do that he loves to hustle on defender and catch him sleeping and they he, he was hustling on that one caught caught him sleeping on a uh, big uh, big Mendy sleeping on trying to be slick giving the ball right back to Rudiger and it, it was wild but that that dive is what caused like the craziness like he it deflected off his foot like his foot connected with his other foot and it caused him to miss like that's not super easy like well, that no, can affect the shot no matter what it, it, like the, like that shot that he like he missed the shot, but when he went to connect with the shot, his foot hit yeah. Christensen's foot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, so he got deflected like off, off no, of the connection. Yeah, like his foot, the did, foot to foot hit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how did y'all not see that? Like it was it's very really crazy sitting there in the booth when nobody in that booth ever scored 38 goals in a season to really be out here talking about. Oh man, like it's just like. You got to hit one of my least favorite things ever, least favorite things ever is to abuse. You got to make that like, oh, I don't don't expect that because like Bobo said, like I felt out there in playing very lowly garbage soccer. Sometimes it just doesn't go. It just doesn't work. It doesn't happen. Sometimes your foot goes a weird way. It just doesn't go in. And yeah, yeah. am I going to clown on people when it does and to go in, yeah, Raheem Sterling, absolutely, I'm going to get on you. Fernando Torres, yes, I'm going to get on you. But, like, the man already scored a, a, a brace. He has a brace? Like, dude, just relax. And, and, and also, I'm like, do y'all not see the replay? His foot hit Christensen's foot. How do y'all not see that? It's like, like it's like they get obsessed, like the, the obsession with saying like the goalie, the goalie, uh, the player missed the shot rather than goalie, goalie saved, saved it. it. And, that, and that like culture of like basically British. misinformation. It's like it's misinformation. British. It's all British. Like literally, they're the worst. I cannot stand any British person commentating. They always yeah. want to say somebody should have hit the target. Somebody should have made it, and that wasn't a foul. That, yeah. That's all they want to do. They, they love to be extra critical, like extremely. Um, but yeah, but then after that, I don't know if that, I don't know if that was after or before his, um, uh, hat trick, but the hat trick, was, that was the, the that, miss was before the hat trick. Okay. Um, the hat trick goal was funny. I don't even know what, I, honestly, to me, it was Mindy's fault. Not, yeah, so no, 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 no. I'm not going to blame. They yeah. were trying to kind of blame Rudiger. I'm like, that's not Rudiger's fault. 
They're like, oh, the commentator says some stupid, goofy thing. Like, I know you haven't been on a field in 45, 60 years. He was like, oh, Rudiger tried to, like, poke it when he should have put his foot out. I'm like, hey, buddy, let me tell you something right now. If Rudiger goes face, like, you're coming at me, and I, I give the ball up, and if I put my leg out, what happens? You fall, I get a red card, I'm out of the game, and we're down a person. Mm-hmm. But if he does his back poke, it's less risk. It, it, it minimizes contact. If he puts his leg out, he's going to miss, and he's going to get a red card. It's a clear path PK red card. That's a, that'd be a beyond stupid idea. The poke is just your best luck because Mindy already played you. Yeah, and exactly. he played you out, dog. Mindy exactly. was like, "You're German, I'm French. We both sold out. It is what it is." Uh, <laughs> no, I, mean, I know he plays for Senegal, but anyways, like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, like he he wanted to set Rudiger up because he plays for a colonizer. I get it, dog. It's okay. <laughs> no, have but, an Afro um, beat, so. it, it's absolutely Mindy's fault. Um, that was just Mindy's fault. You know, like he just, you know, he 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 panicked like a lot of goalies do on their feet. Um, then. You know, it just, it just, it was a bad, I mean, if I'm, if I'm Mindy and that happens, you got to just do the Chago Silva launch it. You got to yeah. just launch it or toe bunt it far away or don't worry about a, a nice pass. Just kick clear it, dog. Clear that joint. Like, like insane. I think he misread, misread it, but I was like, in my head, honestly, I was like being a little critical because I'm like, my, my, my observation, the whole game was that Benzema was pressing the back line. So yeah, it's like, he was. I'm not really trying to play around on that. Like uh, if he's pressing the back line, let's just clear a reset, like clear the, a reset right now. The ball bounced up on his chest mm-hmm. and he could have just, in, he could have, instead of letting it get to his chest, he could have just booted it. Yeah. He could have, he could have just launched it. Yeah. Which would have been better. But even if you're going to let it get off your chest and settle, boot it after that. Yeah. Don't be you got it. <laughs> Like, don't be trying to like play it back to Rudiger. He's setting Rudiger up because that contract's finna go out. He's like, "Oh, dog, look what you about to leave us." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is all. All these games are investigate. These are all investigate. Seriously, I was like, "Yo, come on, yeah. now. I mean, yeah, but, but, I, but honestly, it's like I'm sitting here in hindsight, but like it just kind of happened. It is what it is. But I, it, it primarily, it was. It's not. I don't give. I don't even put that on Rudiger. Like, if we're talking about it, if I'm a coach, I'm telling. Mindy, like, hey, this is what we got to do next time moving forward. I'm not saying, hey, Rudiger, next time you get this weird ass ball, flake. No, that's terrible. Like, he, Rudiger, if anything, is adapting off the mistake off his own teammate. Like, I'd rather tackle the teammate who made the mistake originally, not like the person who made the mistake after the mistake. (laughs) Exactly. And I think it just goes to show that no matter how good a goalie is, like they're all basically the same. Yeah, unless think- you're, unless you're that one man city guy, the, the, the neck, neck tattoo. Ederson. Yeah. Yeah, we, Ederson, we- Ederson would have just made them, but it's okay. <laughs> but, but we've seen every single goalie who's good, make crazy mistakes. Like we've, oh, yeah, we've absolutely. Seen, like they're all basically- Manuel Noor has a highlight reel. Yeah. This man running up the field thinking he's somebody special getting yeah. destroyed. Like every <laughs> single goalie has had a quote unquote howler. Like they really gotta stop trying to act like they're like one is so much better than the other. They're basically the same, and they're all gonna make a mistake at some point that looks crazy. They're all bound to do it. Like mm-hmm. I it, agree. And and obviously, Mindy's a really good player and a good goalie, but like they like yeah, no no shade for real for real. Yeah, it's just a mental error, and they all do it. But um, but yeah, they're gonna go back next week. Um, Real Madrid two goes up on Chelsea. And, you know, the tie's not over. We'll see. I feel like the only one that's, like, confidently over is Liverpool-Benfica. But you never know. Chelsea could come in on some on something good. Uh, you saw Lukaku uh, miss a pretty, you know, I don't feel like he had to make that header, but it was close. Um, they were saying that he had to make it. I was like, I don't think so. Headers are hard, like, especially if you're jumping straight up in the air. That's hard. But Yeah. That... Like, like, you, like, he could have made it. But like, I don't think you have to make it. It wasn't like a sitter. No, it wasn't a sitter. Like, it wasn't a sitter at all. But for sure, like, I guess you can like, I guess you would expect it to go in. If that's the yeah, thing, like, for sure. If if I'm there, if you're there, I would expect him to make that. Now I'm not saying he like it, it, you have to and like no. I'm gonna do this whole thing, but. I'm gonna kind of. I'm. I'm gonna assume you're gonna make that. And yeah. Nine out of ten times, I, I feel like you'd make that for sure. Like I think it's yeah. kind of one of those things where, like in in American football, like a wide receiver, and even I was like this too. Like if I got one hand on the ball, I I feel like I should have caught it. 
Yeah. <laughs> but or like, like or like when you see this play happen or the wide receiver makes enough space and it's like he knows he's going to catch this and he's already gone, but he drops it. Like yeah, it's right. one of those things where what is it like the, the John may say, like he's already running, but he's like already he's thinking about the running ball. before he catches the ball. Yeah. And that's, that's a classic thing humans yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, so. like, so, like sometimes like the, mm-hmm. like, like I'm sure Lukaku himself felt like he's he like, Oh, I got it. this. <laughs> yeah. But to, to be like critical of him, not making it, I wouldn't really do that. But like I, you said, I, I would yeah, think I mean, that he would make it. I, I honestly feel like, that's more of a testament to inconsistent playtime. Like yeah. he, just, it, he has inconsistent playtime right now. And like Italy, he had like 50 games on my day. He's playing. He's been, he played last time at the world club cup or whatever that was. Um, so it's like, it's just awkward. And it's like, you, so these, these things happen to you in the game when you're not playing like weekend, week out, you know, yeah, I mean? he's not playing consistently. And somehow he's yeah. still the, the top oh. scorer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's champions league. We had some Europa league, um, well, I think the only one that we as a collective watch was Eintracht Frankfurt versus Barcelona. But I want to I want to talk to you about this thing before we get into that match because I think like in your like in your reading of the match this came up or something along these lines. Caesar, I get so annoyed. I feel like nobody told these guys about hand checking as opposed to grab checking. Ooh. <laughs> like you don't have to like when you're behind, like when the when the player is like when the, the player's back is on you, you don't have to grab. You can hand check, like you can have your hand open and keep them like off. You don't have to do all that. Honestly, I'm not even gonna lie to you. A hand check is a lot more frustrating. It's a lot more frustrating well, to deal with too. Well, and it's like you're not gonna get in trouble for it either. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm sure like for the person with the ball, like somebody grabbing on you is more frustrating. Yeah, well if but, but if someone's backing into you, the grab is kind of stupid. But like yeah, when they foul. run away, it's an inconvenience and automatic foul. But if you hand check someone, you can you can actually start playing around. You can feint it. You can mess around. You can like uh, like you can put a lot of force one time. I've seen I've played against weird people that put like their their hands like this and just try to make it uncomfortable. Like yeah. there's tricks and stuff you can do all kind of stuff to make it just a, a bad experience. It's so crazy. Like when when so, like when a player gets the ball and their back is towards the defending player and they're just on them grabbing. I'm like, why? You can't get around him if you like just. Hand check. Also, you have control. When they grab, why do they do this instead of doing the classic like this one, like that grab? You know, like when they press on you, mm-hmm. the, uh, like they grab the bottom and they go like this, so it's like your shoulder to show like this. Mm. But I'm like, you don't even need to just hand check them because even if you do this, the minute I separate, now my shirt goes crazy and it's obvious you grabbed and now it's a foul. Yeah. But if you just do this and like mess around and and or put keep me off. <laughs> And at and least you, you have, and you have distance to recover too because you made space to be able exactly. to pivot, pivot side to side. What is it, basketball like this? Yeah, exactly. You have space too. Yeah, but uh, but I don't want to. I don't want an offensive player right on me because no. he's going to use his hips to feel the weight and he's going to shift off the weight that I'm on the, the most. Like if I'm leaning on his right, he's just going to turn to the left and go the other way because he knows and, I have to recover. And also, that's how you fall victim to a one-two. If the guy's on yeah, you absolutely. And, you're, and you're like on him grabbing, if he get like he can easily get off you on the one two. But literally, if you have literally there, there in that is that no one talks about. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody talks about whatever. All the only the easiest way to learn how to be successful defensively against one the one two is just to watch two pick and roll possessions in literally. basketball. Just two. <laughs> You don't need to, have to watch. Don't watch it. Call watch a high school one because they've been they've been coached for a high basketball. They should be like, all right, <laughs> you're gonna crank it anyways. High school they might have a little more discipline yeah. or college maybe. You know, college is slavery. So it's just, watch that one. The the biggest thing is that if I create space, if Bam is on me and he's a, a nine, he's doing he's about to do one two. He receives the ball. I pick space here and he gives. And he gives it to one, two. I literally, I can just easily take two steps to the right. I'm already there. I can yeah. take one step slide. I could put a leg up. I could, I could even do the foul over there if I wanted. I have so many options, whether dumb or not to do. But when you do the grab, you've already either going to be a highlight reel or you're going to get a yellow card foul. Exactly. It's just not worth it, like at all. 
Because yeah, because if he tries to go and you're still grabbing, then it's a foul. Yeah, and, and if he makes space and he turns around, that ball getting swiped easily. It's like you should have just gave it up, idiot. It's yeah. like now, now you're this close to me. I can like literally just stomp the ball right now. Yeah, it, it, like I don't understand. Like, how come nobody ever told them about a hand check? They like, don't get taught how to play defense either. They don't. They don't. They just they, they just they just run around. Dude, they play like children defensively. I'm like, it blows my mind. I'm like. Like there, were, there was one play when I was watching the Marseille match. Like, I think it was like Garrison. He's like running up on the dude, and it's normal to like somebody has the ball and you're like running up to like close him down. But then it's just like you're you're like attacking him, and I'm like, you don't need to do that. Like, you know what's low key racist? Hmm. That they always act like in South America and like Brazil and Argentina, they don't teach defense because oh, they did that thing where they talk about how in the 1940s. Um, they use that same 1940s joke where it's like, oh, well, if you're not a good striker, then you become a defender. Like, oh, that's okay, the classic yeah, yeah. thing they say, like the old, the True. old adage. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> only, only the last, the last of that tight, the last Titan of that is Casemiro. After that has it's been changed. Okay. And then of course, Ederson neck tattoo was a striker for sure. And <laughs> man was, a, he'd score an MLS right now. <laughs> um, no, but like, there's actually extremely good defenders that are from Latin America, like, from South America, like there's really good defending, and I'm like, I'm watching more lazy defense in European players who are just they're just like running around, following people. Like, yeah, granted, like so I'm like, it's not even one is like doing it correct. The other, both don't teach defense at all. Exactly. But don't be acting like you guys are something special because in in England you just tackle people or you hurt people. That doesn't make you a good defender. Like, no. I've watched defenders that are, you know, like uh, one of the, my one of my favorite underrated defenders is the Car- is uh, Diego Carlos from Sevilla. Like that's a great defender that no one really talks about because he plays for Sevilla. But I'm like that guy's from Brazil. Like he didn't even play in England. He didn't, he didn't have to have European coaching. Like he just played in another country. So it's not even about like oh regionally they do this better. No, it's just that both sides don't teach it like at all. And like, I think yeah. some teams, some guys just more athletic than others can recover better. Basically like I like just has been taught fundamentals, but he's crazy athletic. So yeah. it's a great combination defensively. What, what the way I'll judge a defender is like one V ones. Like if you win the one V one battle, one V one for sure. And like, and if you can clear balls into the box, like yeah. basically that, like me, 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 it's me, it's, because I, I honestly barely expect defenders to win one-on-ones. Me too. Me, me too. Me, it's intercepting or like abrupting, intercepting that passes or shots. Barely happens. Well, okay, blocking shots happens a lot. <clears throat> because that was like the Juve staple. Yeah. And like being able to be like comfortable on the feet to pass the ball back out to reset. Like some mm. defenders look real goofy back there. Like uh, like uh, big the big tree guy from uh, Roma. What was his name? I forgot. Uh, the big fa- fa- Fabio. The int. The int. Fabio. Yeah. Huh? The int from <laughs> I'm no tree. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that. I like the interception ability and yeah. like and like blocking and the good ability to pass out to reset again because I'm like you. It, it's it's very rare you're gonna have to just shut down defender. It doesn't really happen yeah, much. No. So, but if you have someone that can give a good outlet. That changes the whole game. Like a defender that can outlet pass, it, it's another attack. It's another midfielder for you. Honestly, the best defender I've seen is Condobia. Like honestly, Condobia like, is really good. Like, really good defending. Like I, I think I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but um, you know, like in the punditry class, like they never talk about a player's defensive abilities unless they are listed as a defender. But like Condobia as a midfielder, I feel like is probably the best defensive player that I've seen. Honestly, yeah. I, I, Kongdobia, I think Conte is really good too defensively. Conte is really good because too. because he's 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 a workhorse. Like that's what he's focused on too. He's yeah, and that that's his specialty. So that, that's what he's absolutely about. And he's good at it. Like him too. There's a few guys, but yeah, for sure, Kongdobia is one of the most consistently good defenders I've ever yeah. seen. Generally, honestly, I feel like a, a midfielder is going to be a better defender than a center back. <laughs> I mean, whenever they put some of those big CDMs at center back, they they do pretty fine. Remember yeah. Fern, Fernandinho? They put yeah. him at center back. He was chilling, dog. Condobia too. They did it. I thought he put Condobia back there. Well, um, who was the Chilean dude that he put back there? Gary Medell. They put Gary Medell five foot eight back there, just running around. AKA Antoine Griezmann. Um, but anyways, these are. Uh, tell me about the uh, Eintracht, Eintracht Frankfurt versus Barcelona match because I did not um, watch it. First half was. Honestly, really kind of like not really high action packed. I think Eichen Frankfurt has a lot of guys that just take too many dribbles. 
Mm. Like, I feel like they were going to lose, not because I, I'm like, we were saying that Barcelona is stellar. They have a really good team, especially for Europa League. Like, that team is probably spent more than anybody in there. Um, but allegedly, they're broke, confused. Um, uh, they have a way deeper team. Their team is mad deep. They got like Dembele and, and, and um, uh, De Jong coming off the bench. That's insane. Um, and Adam Achori. But so this team is deeper. And, they play a Spanish style, which is going to destroy a lot of teams on, on a good day. Like that passing, you can be here. You can play in the article. You can play anywhere. If you're able to establish three clean passes to each other over and over through the midfield, and you're able to retain possession, you're going to do damage. Yeah. And it just left Aichen Frankfurt to do a lot of like counterattacking, but they don't have like a shutdown guy. Like they don't have a guy where if they get the ball, you go, God damn it. Like, even Adam Achari, like, if he gets the ball, you're like, damn, this guy's going to go all the way down the field. They don't have that guy, but they have a lot of guys that think they do. <laughs> so there's a lot of opportunities where their only go- their goal was from a, a fullback um, just doing a crazy volley kick that just was a prayer. It was, it was alhamdulillah. Like, you know, like, it was, it was you know, Ramadan Mubarak. That's what it was, that shot. It was not going to, like, that's not happening every week. That's a once a year. Um, so... It was that was the one, and then of course the Barcelona goal, which was by Fernand Torres, was just the most Spanish goal ever, and the most number one rule break of all time in defending. Never ever defending, never ever allow passes in the box. You mm. cannot allow defenders. You cannot allow the offense to pass around you in the box. Keep that mess outside the box. He got three passes. In the box before they got to the goal, you're not gonna, you can't stop that. Like, I'm gonna I'm I'm watch it right now. You, you can't, you literally can't. You do, they did like two given goals to each other. Uh, the, the, it was a nice move by um, Dembele got the ball first, pass it to oh. Dion, Dion give different turns, from back, pass it back forth. Like, it's, you're not gonna stop that dog. So, it's just the goalie's gonna be shifting too much, the defenders jumping back and forth because no one knows how to hedge for real. So oh. there's no hedging, no defending. It's that was atrocious defense. Like it, but that's like so normal that no, like, yeah, but, but it's very regular, right? Like that's yeah. just very. But that's the number one rule. Like you, you just cannot allow passing in the box. That's such bad defense. Like um, I just don't it's not like a great goal. It's just bad defense. So it's like, yeah, dog. Of course like, you better you better make that. Like you have that, to make. Sadly, that. it's just normal defense in soccer. <laughs> but it's like like the dude like when. When Frankie Dion got the initial pass from Dembele, it's like the dude's like trying to go for the ball. Like his whole body's in front of you. You can't get that. And then he just slides off of him and goes. It's like, all right, I guess you just yeah, I don't, for 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 the life of me, I don't understand why you don't sit on those. Just sit. What, what are what are your better chances of going back and forth like an idiot? Like, well, how's that better? Just sit. His if his back if you is sit the... on one side, then the goalie's gonna probably pick the other side for the other guy. Well, if if you sit until on, someone can recover, if you sit on Frankie De Jong, his back is to the goal. He can't be a honestly. Threat. I'd be more down if they just he just committed to somebody. Like if if you just straight committed to to De Jong right there, just commit. At least there's no second give and go option. Like you allowed them to do this by jumping around when you could have just sat and and tried to get a deflection. Just sat and tried to block it, get in the way, do something, put a hand out of. You never know, dog. You know, it's just bad. It's just bad. Bad, yeah, bad, bad. Terrible. It was not a very like good game. It was kind of rough. Um I Frankfurt kept getting the ball and like, you know, taking that extra dribble, the extra action. They're like getting pouting about getting mad about it. I'm like, yeah, you're doing it to yourselves, you know. <laughs> but yeah, they just kept taking too many dribbles and then at the end of the day, like it didn't work out. But they did have honestly, they had some opportunities where they could have made it a game where they won. But then they, they got the red card by uh Tuta getting three uh charlie horses uh, <laughs> you know, just he's like if you have a shoe i'm gonna definitely cleat it that's his objective and he got one he got the yellow card then he got another one i'm like wow he didn't get a red card that's crazy then he did the getting other oh there's a red card i'm like all right like he, you literally just don't listen and he like walks off angry i'm like dog you just didn't listen <laughs> he just kept stepping on people man you can't do that especially barcelona <laughs> players mm-hmm. but although he didn't score Auba was like so good like just fluid he just he's like water out there just total fluidity going where the ball is pressing kind of like Benzema does just like over there being a nuisance 
And then Dembele coming in also made a big difference for them too. He made a huge difference coming in the game. Like he was taking right-footed corners on the right side. Then he was like making stuff happen on the, uh, no, he was taking right-footed corners on the, I guess, goalie side, right side. Then on goalie side, left side of the field, he was doing left-footed passes and shots. He was just, He's just in form right now. He looks absolutely great. Like he's just running around pretty easy too. He's not, he's honestly not even losing the ball that much. He's like making a lot of really good passes and reads. It's like they actually have a, they actually have kind of learned how to play with each other. And so it's not just like, oh, hey, Dembele's back after two months, just sprint and then lose the ball. Like he's actually like taking his time and setting up and it's giving him opportunities. But like I said, the goal, it ended up being one one. And I honestly expected Barcelona to win that game, but. They they just didn't have that second gear. I don't know if they were tired or something. They just didn't have that gear. And Fernand Torres, who is something about him. I, I I when I watch him play, I don't want to be mean, but he just he's peaked. Like this is the absolute peak. Like he's not gonna get better than this right now. He's on Verratti. Like this is this is as good as it gets. I think you and, called him dumb. God damn, I think he's dumb, dog. Yeah, I think you called him when dumb. I watch him play sometimes, I'm like, why did you do that? Like Instead of like a why do you do that because like you're a narcissistic winger, that's different. Like, you know, maybe you want to just get buck wild. It's not that, it's just like that was kind of stupid. Like, all right, you're, I, I think you're, I feel like you're better than that. He does a lot of those plays. You're like, he's one, of, he, he's like, he, he's, he's one of those guys. He's really like a pace and power guy. They don't, yeah. they won't say that because he, he's Spanish. I, I, I'm mean because I'm like, he gives me every reason to sub him out when I watch him play. Like as a coach, like I, he's a guy that I'm like, I cannot watch this for much longer. Like when Adama, it's annoying, but I'm like, well, he can't do anything. Like that foot is just made of, of paper. Like he went all the way down the right. He did some shit. He got people all hyped up and then he'll try to get it in there. Well, friend, I'm like, well, it's just, why did you crank it with your left foot there? That's just so weird. You don't make those. <laughs> So, yeah, he's definitely a north-south pace and power guy when he tries not to be. That's probably why Pep played him on the right instead of the left. On the left, he has this, like, feeling where he has to be, like, on his hazard. Like, I got to get in there and mix it up. And he's not really that dude. He's going to beat you on pace and power. And he kind of beats you off that, but he just ends up power shot in at the end, and it just goes nuts, you know? So, mm. so he'd be shooting the ball real hard like somebody I know. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, Barcelona, obviously, they've looked a lot better since uh, Aubameyang's gotten there, and I think it's all up to him. And oh, I was going to say about Dembele, you know, when he was there before, like the seasons passed, he was always injured, but when he would be out there, he would play well, but he never played well with Messi. Yeah, I, feel you know, like, I agree. We, but we called that from the day. Like that, yeah. when we said that was, we actually called that bad scouting. Yeah. That was bad scouting. Like that's not the guy to get. That wasn't the guy for you at all. Not with Messi. And every no. time we played, like with him and Messi could not coexist on the field together. But now Messi's not there and they can have more of an f- actual formation and it's working. Yeah, you have, you have space. You have Ferran on one yeah. side, the Bailey in the other, Abuba in the middle. That's crazy, man. Isn't midfield. it crazy, man, how a 4-3-3 works? You have three capable guys up top. Even Adam Atrori looks like godly out there because he just has space to run around on his side of the field. There's not a man walking there. There's not a man who's kind of there who wants to pass. There's no there's no disruptance. There's they not, all kind of have freedoms to move the ball around. There, there's not a forward who's dropping all the way back to the CDM to receive. Causing the, the whole offense to reset completely. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't play that way. It doesn't work. And I mean, he, he, think, think about if anybody, like, actually plays or plays pickup, think about how impactful it is when someone is not in their spot or when someone is in your usual spot. They really creates like a cluster in a game where you're trying to adapt but when people are in their positions or in their proper places or just if they're tired they're at least given some semblance of hustle to get back to their spot it creates space for everybody yeah. right because that's how the game works the you sport have to- is about space sure. more than anything absolutely the game is all about space with because with space you can do so much damage yeah, well, you, that's the only way you're going to do Unless it's in the box, like, you know what, so yeah. you can have some hazards. Unless you're, like, unless you're like 2017 Neymar, then it's like, I guess you just do what you want with a headband on. But, yeah, but, but, those but, days are over, though. Yeah, <laughs> but, like. But, but that was space, too, because yeah, Suarez exactly. just stayed in the middle. Yeah. Messi stayed on the right. Like, they all had space in the end. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't have a player. I mean, that was the issue with Zlatan and PSG. Like, you're dropping all the way back 
and you're messing up the the formation, like you got to have a formation in soccer. Like there has to be some structure and Messi just ruins that. And it hasn't worked for him since 2017. Um, okay. Last I just want to talk a little bit about burn ball, by the way. I'm sorry. Last time he scored in the burner ball was 2017. Oh, damn, that's crazy. Um, okay. I want to just talk a little bit about the Marseille match versus a PAOK from Greece. Uh, Marseille 1-2-0, beautiful goal by Gerson. Dimitri Payet, like, shot some pass into Gerson, and Gerson, like, he controlled it with by the grace of God, but mm. it still bounced up, mm. and, like, he just, like, like got it off his – like, it bounced up off his foot. He hit it with his chest and shot it with his left foot, and it got in that goal. It was – it was – like it's it's not the type of goals that I like, but I like it for him. Yeah, um, that, that man's Brazilian. Oh, I don't say I love him a lot. Um, he, me I, too. He, he, no, I'm happy he's actually getting like call ups stuff like that too. He, he looks really good. Like he, he's he deserves it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's one of the few left footers. That's that good I, scouting. Yeah. Like even wa- that's so random to be watching Garrison out there balling. That's cool. What well, he, he was at Flamingo, right? He was. Yeah, he was a Flamingo yeah, player. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to be nothing crazy. And I was like, damn, he's actually doing his thing. Well, that's where Sampoli was, right? He was at Flamingo, right? Sampoli? Didn't he coach Flamingo? Mm, no. I think it was Who Santos. Was it Santos? or Flamingo? I think it was Santos. Oh, okay, okay. So maybe yeah. maybe, uh, maybe he just like played against him and was like, that guy's good. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's definitely seen him. They're, they're, they, they play each other a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was Santos or both the Fogo or something like that. Okay, yeah, Santos and uh, Minero. I mean, Atletico Minero, yeah, which is now the, the biggest club in Brazil. But yeah. And also, uh, they have the Uruguayan legend, Diego Godin. Don't, don't sleep. Um, yeah, and they also have Hoku just damn near won the, the Pichichi twice now. I think it's going crazy. And you know why? Because yeah, he lost weight. Because Godin's there. Because of his niece girlfriend. Niece girlfriend. Uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then after that, um, Dimitri Payet in the 45th minute, um, they won a corner. Uh, Under sends it to the top of the box on the corner to Payet. One bounce, and Dimitri Payet just like booms some half volley into the top corner of the net. They're going to say, oh, this is the goal of the year, or like whatever. Um, I don't really like, for me, I don't really love those goals. I feel like they're more lucky than anything, <laughs> but like, I mean, it's it, it was a beautiful – okay, it was a cool goal to watch, but I don't really love those. Um, but they, the, but um, the Greek team ended up scoring a goal later on, and uh, Gerson ended up getting a red card at the very end of the match, so he won't be there in the next match. Awesome. Kamara uh, time. Kamara time. Bubakar? I'm not a big fan of Bubakar Kamara I'm not a huge fan. Um, You're not a huge fan because everybody's crazy about him. Like I'm watching Marseille like so much, and I'm like, he never really stands out. Yeah, me too. When I, I watched like three Marseille games this year, and I'm like, I never was like, hey man, that Kamada guy is crazy. Ron- I usually I usually go away going, wow, Guendouzi's a, a real baller. Or Ron like, Gilles. oh man, Gerson's so good. Or even yeah. the other guy they got, who's that little uh, dude? Ronjay is a baller. Yeah, Ronjay's a baller. I got right. I like Ronjay. Yeah. I remember saying Real Madrid should get him. I was saying like, yeah, Ronjay's really good. I'm like, this yeah. dude's ridiculous. Now like Gunduzi's <laughs> there. Like Gunduzi plays every single match, every single minute. Yeah, every single position, dude. He'd be all yeah. over the goddamn place. <laughs> like Ronjay's like coming off the bench, but um, Ronjay's good though. No, he's a baller. I, I love watching him play. Uh, more before when he was like kind of more free, but um, but yeah, the match ended two one, and we're only talking about it because I have been watching the hell out of Marseille. Bam is given the only conference league coverage in the nation right now. Yes. Oh, and uh, the other uh, Europa League uh, results: uh, RB Leipzig and Atalanta tied one one. West Ham and Lyon tied one one. I really like that matchup too. West Ham and Lyon. I, I kind of like that. Uh, although it's like ugly, but this is like a mid table, you know, EPL yeah. team versus like a. I mean, obviously, Leon is mid table right now, and in, in La Liga, which is, which is just insane. It just yeah. doesn't make that team. Is, how do they get mid table? It's just so weird. But yeah, they they're not like Liverpool. They lose to lesser competition. That's why yeah. they're like the good teams are like let's have a war and win. The bad teams are like I don't really want to play this. Literally, <laughs> um, and teams uh, kind of teams kind of ratchet on low. Yeah, and uh, Braga beat Rangers, which I'm always down for Rangers to. Yeah, live. Rangers take L's all day, please. Yes, absolutely. also Braga is a cool word. It is. That's uh, north of Portugal there. Um, 
Yeah, that's the uh, European coverage. And also, Caesar, just wanted to mention before we close out, uh, your boy, the number one Kun Aguero, is getting a statue at the Itihad at Man City. That's amazing. Good for him. Um, definitely the first anybody across the ocean that got a statue in England ever. Um, shout out to Kun Aguero, phenomenal striker. Um <laughs> Yeah, that 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 Kun Aguero is just so good, and it's, 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 it's a pleasure to watch Kun Aguero play. Yeah, uh, apparently Vincent Company and David Silva have statues already, and he's getting his is to like celebrate. Yeah, the those t- are Europeans, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, but this one is to celebrate the 10th anniversary of him uh, scoring that goal to win the league that year. That was an absolutely insane because it, it was so great that it happened at the same time as the Man U game. That's just phenomenal. Yeah, they won on goal differential. Yep, uh, Balotelli was there. Don't forget. The legend, uh, treble winner, um, at 17 or something, whatever he was, he was like a baby. Zlatan could never, and treble winner, also. Uh, Oba, Oba, Fammy Martin, Oba, Oba, Fammy Martins. Uh, uh, was that something racist? No, I'm just joking. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, Kuno Girl got that heart condition. I guess he couldn't come back like uh, Alfonso Davies. He want to come back, he said, after he gets cleared. He wants to play in Argentina, though. I, I seen a picture of him since then. I was like, damn, dog, you ain't even hit the Well, trend. you know, he. I mean, the, the worst part is he's a Twitch streamer. I was like, this man only does play video games and eat all day. I don't know, dog. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, big coon. You might want to chill, dog. <laughs> It's gonna take a while for him to get back in back in shape. Yeah, he's gonna be like Adriano, like dog. It's just not there no more. Yeah. Oh, also, um, Roma lost to what's the name of this team? Bodo Glimt, some team from one of them Scandinavian countries. Okay, Mourinho's a legendary coach. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's episode two forty eight. I'm definitely gonna clip the uh, hand check versus grab check uh, part. That's phenomenal. Literally nobody, like, they, these people, we're the best, really. Like, we're literally the best. Yeah. I, like, I don't even understand. Because you know what's funny? Like, when we play pickup ball, like, when we play pickup soccer, I do that. I know you do. Yeah, like, I hand check. It's really annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but first of all, Caesar, actually, I don't play you defensively very hard. I don't. I don't, I don't like when you play defense against me. I hate that. I hate yeah. that she does that. It bothers I, me a lot. And I also don't play you hard. I don't do it. <laughs> you just play smart, and they're all dumb. Like, I just kind like of. those like, passes, I'm like, I'm not open. <laughs> well, He's also, tricking you. I'm not open. Also, I, like, I don't want to be, like, because what I would like to do is just, like, be annoying and all over you the whole match. But I'm like, I don't want to be like that. Like, I want my boy to ball out. So yeah, like, and also then they're, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna recognize what to do in that. <laughs> yeah, no, and I don't want to frustrate you because you can get mad. Um, I am <laughs> talking about Oba, but yeah, um, episode two forty eight. We made a podcast, the best, honestly. Um, if you're still listening, just know that you know this isn't this isn't a soccer podcast <laughs> about kits or you know we're not talking about. Um, I do like kids, though. Yeah, but we're not talking about cleats, and we're not talking about. I love cleats. We're not talking about. You know, our podcast is about analysis. True, and um, before the lawnmower do come get crazy here, poor guys, hot as hell today, um, out there, hundred degrees. Last weekend, CostaMesaPlayhouse dot com code streetcar twenty two. Last weekend, your boy's gonna shut it. I'm gonna shut it down. I'm gonna shut it down this weekend. All right. I'm very tired of doing this play. I'm very tired. I'm shutting it down. I'm very tired of this play. I cannot explain to you how tired I am. Caesar so shut it down with all of his eight lines. Um, yeah, my eight right. lines are going to get are going to rock the building. <laughs> hey, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, holler. Um, yeah, analysis. The realist. We also had an injury last time. Someone got elbowed in the nose. It was hilarious on stage. Who? We had Who? To improv- what are you talking improvise. about? On the play, someone got oh. elbowed in the nose, and he's, like, bleeding. So he had two injured people, even though one guy's supposed to be injured. It was very awkward and very funny to improv that joint. I had a blast doing that. That's insane. I was like, oh, we should take him to the bathroom. <laughs> Both <laughs> the guys were like. <laughs> I thought you were talking about a soccer. Damn. No, no. Soccer, they actually mowed the lawn. It was great. It was so oh, nice. That's nice. Anyway, holler. It can get scary when you legendary, you legendary, you legendary.
legendary, you legendary.